Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 27th, 2017. My name is Phil Prosper, Mike. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. And we are off and running with the Orlando Magic season. The Magic have completed at least their first two practices of the NBA season, and we are getting going. And uh, I'll have a complete report from practice uh, and, and some, and some storylines that I'm following as the Magic get themselves off and running on this 2017-18 season. I'll then talk a little bit about Jonathan Isaac and his development in his first practice, and then a little bit about uh, what Frank Vogel told uh, Josh Robbins and, of the Orlando Sentinel and John Denton of OrlandoMagic.com before training camp began. But before we get going, I do want to say I do want to remind everyone that just like there's a locked on Magic, there is a locked on NBA podcast for your second favorite team because I know your favorite team is the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out the great podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network as we get up and going for the 2018 NBA season. Uh, there are fantastic podcasts up and down the network. The Magic played the Memphis Grizzlies on Monday in their first game. It's going to come quick. Be sure to be up on the Grizzlies with Locked On Grizzlies. You can hear about the latest with Dwayne Wade from Locked On Cavs. Uh, And you can hear uh, Locked On NBA's got a great recap of the Carmelo Anthony trade that took place over the weekend. NBA season's going to get very, very busy. And if you're looking to supplement your Magic content with other NBA teams, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered. So be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search Audio Boom or iTunes for Locked On Insert your favorite, your second favorite team's name here. They also have the NFL, too, if you're looking for the NFL. So check out the Locked On NFL Podcast Network as well. Same deal as the Locked On NBA Podcast. Tuesday, of course, marked the first practice of the NBA season for the Orlando Magic. It was a, a somewhat eventful one. They actually uh, had the, the court set up on the Amway Center floor, not in the practice gym over at the Amway Center but in the main bowl, they had a practice court set up. Uh, Frank Vogel kind of joked that it was joked, I think joked. He said that it was kind of good to change the scenery a little bit, kind of mix things up, but certainly a little bit warmer in the Amway Center Court as opposed to the practice gym, which gets a little bit chilly. Uh, but uh, it was definitely a kind of momentous occasion. They let us watch a little bit of the last scrimmage. And, you know, you don't get to see a whole lot uh, as, as a member of the media um, of, of what they're working on and what they're doing. So... I, I can't sit here and tell you, oh, this guy played really well on Monday or, or Tuesday or this guy did not look good on Tuesday because I saw so little of it. Um, I, I would say that it definitely seems like there's a, an attention to detail or at least an attention put on the defensive end to start things off. Uh, you know, even Nikola Vucevic said that they hadn't really implemented a lot of their offense yet or installed a lot of their offense yet. And that's to be expected. First day, I think you work mostly on drills to kind of get the, the basic tenets of what you want in or what, what you want your players to be thinking. 
Uh, and then you start kind of working your defensive rules, especially the first practice. And then you run some live scrimmaging just to get people's legs under them and get get the work, get, you know, kind of establish the base of work that you want in. And like the first practice of last season, Frank Vogel challenged his team to a conditioning drill at the end. That, that At least that was open to the media. And, you know, being a storyteller, I, I do like the stories and I do like telling kind of stories like this. And, and you know, last year... They they had to make eighty two layups, eighty two left handed layups in a minute by passing the ball to the to the elbow on the near on the near side of the court, receiving the ball receiving the ball as they sprint past the past the person they pass to, then passing it all the way across the court to the other elbow on the other side, running running there and then hitting a layup. And so of course that's the conditioning drills. You have to, as a team, get 82 of those in one minute. And it is not easy. It is something that 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 is very difficult to do. And and last year, we sat here after the first practice, and you know, it was a telling moment. It was kind of a big moment. They didn't get it the first time last year. And, you know, Vogel brought the team together, said, We're gonna do it again, but you need to Give it a give it your all, you know, usual coach speak stuff. And they made it the second time, or second or third time they made it last year. And, you know, it's probably a first day of practice thing, and it's not anything to read into. But yeah, the storyline was very easy to write, and I did in fact write it. I have a link to it uh, up on up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com um, in, in today's story. Uh, but the story was easy to write that, oh, this is the team building the competitive spirit that they need, knowing that they have to meet these goals, they have to, to reach these accomplishments. And, you know, it probably didn't really mean anything, just like it doesn't really mean anything that this time around, the Magic did make it in the first try, uh, that, they, that was at least publicly, at least viewed to the media, uh, that, you know, at the gun, they made the mark, literally at the gun, at the very last second, they hit their mark and passed this conditioning drill as a team. It probably doesn't mean very much, other than that. Yeah, these guys are really in shape. And and Vogel, uh, when I asked Vogel about it, he was very quick to say, you know, they failed a conditioning drill in the middle of practice. So don't worry, we got their running in, and don't worry, these guys got their running in. But I do think that there is something more to say, and it is something that I talked a lot about during the summer. That was kind of a secret advantage. Advantage is a strong word, but secret facet to this team that that could make it very different this year. And that is that familiarity with team players on the court, with the coaching staff, something the Magic have lacked for the last three years when they've had four coaches in, in the last three years. Having Frank Vogel back with the team is something that should not be taken for granted, not with this franchise. And so it does seem, it did you know, at least the storyline would go, that knowing what the coach expects from you, the coach knowing what to expect from his players, would prove to be an advantage. And that's going to be a key storyline for the Magic throughout the preseason and into the early parts of the season as this team begins to gel and come together. At least in this first practice, it was also clear that that familiarity helped the Magic get going perhaps at a quicker pace than they might have otherwise. Yeah, it's nice. It's very important, just uh, especially for players that are returning. Uh, you already kind of know what to expect. 
you know, you already feel comfortable with the coaching staff, with all the players and all that. I think that's really important when you build, want to build good team chemistry, when you want to build uh, success for a you know, long time. Uh, so I think that's the right uh, recipe for uh, success in long term, and uh, hopefully we can keep it that way. But uh, you know, it felt comfortable. You know, kind of. Mm -hmm kind of know what to expect, how practice is going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, I think all that helps make guys uh, more comfortable and also it makes the drill more effective because we already know what we need to do and you know, there's not as much as many mistakes and you know coaches don't have to stop every time to tell other players, you know, us mm -hmm. players that were here already, we can help the newcomers or the rookies and everything. So I think that's very important. That's Magic Center Nikola Vucevic after today's more early practice or morning practice, early afternoon practice, whatever whatever time that practice was. Uh, but that's Nikola Vucevic commenting on having Frank Vogel back as the head coach and, and ex really experiencing practice with someone that he's already familiar with. And it, you know, it, it 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 it's definitely an advantage and one that you that often gets taken for granted because of course you expect to have the same coach for multiple seasons over over time, not three coaches in, in three years. But the effect we're really going to see, I think, from this uh, over the course of training camp. It certainly helped the Magic with a leg up. Um, I, I think Vucevic even said at one point that there was a lot of, even though they haven't put in a lot of offense yet, when they were scrimmaging with the starters, there's a lot of familiarity between uh, the guys who started last year especially. And so... Uh, that definitely gives the Magic a little bit of a head start, at least in, in getting things in and, and getting to work to get better. They're not; it's not so much time instructing, not so much time um, uh, learning new th learning new things. It's reinforcing old ideas, at least for the players that are returning. So that yeah, there's still a little bit of teaching. Don't 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 get it wrong because there's new guys that have to learn things, but they can learn from each other. The coaches can say things once, and it's reinforced within guys on the team. There's already some buy-in already, and I, I do think that that is an advantage that the Magic have been missing. And so, the first day of practice in the books, uh, it's it's mostly still getting everyone's feet wet. It's, it's nothing too complex, it didn't seem like. Getting everyone's legs under them, most importantly, guys come into camp in shape, but not basket, not like quite basketball shape yet. Uh, but it, it it definitely does seem like that familiarity has helped the Magic get off to a good start. Granted, we're, granted, I only talked to them after the first practice. They had an evening practice, which was probably most, which was mostly drill work, no contact work uh, in the evening practice per uh, NBA rules. Uh, but the Magic will be back at work uh, for practice on Wednesday, uh, trying to just get better, trying to get ready for the regular season as training camp continues. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Of course, Tuesday also marked the first practice for rookie Jonathan Isaac. And if, you know, if, if, if it's the first day of school, if it's your first day at the job, it's always a little bit of nervousness, always a little bit of apprehension, always just kind of getting yourself psyched up and ready to go. And Jonathan Isaac is no different. Uh, you know, he said he was able to get, get some sleep. He was able to, to get ready for that first day of practice, but... Uh, like like any rookie, like any person starting off, uh, there's definitely a little bit of excitement to get through his first practice. I just want to show up. I want to be ready to play. Um, 
I want to have, uh, you know what I'm saying, my head clear, good head on my shoulders, and just, just see what happens. That was, of course, Jonathan Isaac at Media Day on Monday. He went through his first practice, said it was good, not up to his high standards. Uh, but, you know, but you know, his statement there really speaks to a lot of what the Magic are expecting, what the Magic have told they want from Isaac. They want him to just play hard, just go out there, and it, again, cliche time, but try his best, give 110%. I'm, I'm going to go through all the cliches here. Uh, but literally, that's what they want him to do. Just keep things very simple. Just play hard. Uh, be one. Be the hardest worker out there, and the results will come, and, and his natural ability will shine through. In uh, the little bit of the scrimmaging that we saw, it, it's it's hard not to notice Isaac, and, and it's in a way that, that I had not noticed him maybe in college. So he might be a player who works better in the NBA than he does at the co- collegiate level, and a lot of it might depend on confidence too. When I saw, I, I mean, it's hard to miss Isaac on the floor. He is big and he is long. And so there's definitely something there if he can put the skills together. Um, you know, everyone was talking him up a little bit uh, as, as they asked about him after the first practice. Said he made some really nice plays. Uh, definitely showed up. Made some rookie mistakes, of course. But definitely, uh, definitely seemed to be maybe a bit more advanced than everyone anticipated or everyone expected. Of course, it's just one practice, so... Plenty, plenty still to go, so don't you know get your hopes up too high. But I, I do think that it is imperative that the Magic kind of keep things simple with him, let him develop at his own pace, and it seems like that's what the Magic are trying to do, that they're, they're trying to go that route where he is just kind of growing and doing whatever the team asks him to do, but they're kind of really narrowly defining his role, which is what I anticipate they'll do with Isaac. That isn't to say Isaac's role can't expand as he begins to master things, as, as, as the team gets a better sense of how he fits in and, and how to use him. And of course, it all goes back to that initial directive, be the hardest worker. If you're if he's one of the hardest workers on the team, he'll find a spot on the floor. He's got so much defensive talent. He's just, it just got so much innate talent. He's going to find a way onto the floor. It's a first practice though, and so there's still a lot, a lot to learn. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, uh, that while players were very complimentary of him, when he, when he talked to Isaac after his first practice, he said, you know, uh, some of the, you know, it's great that they said that. I'm, I'm, that's awesome that they said that. Uh, I'm happy to receive compliments. But he felt like there were things that he could have done, just learning how to do pick and roll coverage, how to, you know, where, how to communicate, how to, where to be on the floor. There, there's definitely things that he knows that he needs to do better. And so that eagerness to learn, and that eagerness to work is definitely in his favor. But there is something that he needs to learn and something that he needs to grow from. And, you know, Summer League isn't going to teach it to him. Practice will give him a little bit of a taste, but he's not going to really experience the NBA until he gets into a game. And he spent a lot of time in Orlando, he spent a lot of time around the team's veterans. He said one of the big things that he has to learn is that he can't have it all at once. That he's got to kind of slow himself down and take everything in. These guys, they just don't stress. You know what I'm saying? My, my mind just goes, like, just goes, uh, you know what I'm saying, 100 miles per hour, and they're just, they're just cool. So definitely just to relax, and not to take myself too seriously. So Jonathan Isaac's journey is just beginning for the Orlando Magic, and, and again, the whole journey is just beginning. It's hard to glean too much out of one practice, especially when you see so little of it, and we're probably really not going to get a good sense of where this Magic team is at until they play their first preseason game on Monday in Memphis. 
I believe it's Memphis. Uh, I should double-check that. Uh, yeah, I think it's Memphis. Um, until they play that first preseason game next week, and, and you know, even then, you know, Monday, we're, you know, it's I, I think it's on TV locally in Memphis, but not in Orlando, so finding out how to watch it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, as, you know, so we'll, we'll see, again, the team play over the weekend, Thursday and, and Saturday at the Amway Center, and, of course, that will be a better chance for us to get a look at this Orlando Magic team and learn a little about a little bit more about who they are and and how things are coming along. So, two practices in the books. We'll uh, take a look, I guess, at where the team is at as as the week goes on, as training camp continues. Find more storylines to follow with this team. But of course. When you talk about media day and it's good to get back into the weeds and back into the day-to-day grind, it is still important to look at the bigger picture and, and, and to recognize the bigger picture, especially before the story really gets told, at least to the public. We're not going to see this magic team really until maybe Tuesday. Uh, you know, Monday, we'll certainly get a look at them at, during, during the preseason game. Tuesday, they have their open practice. Thursday, they're at the Amway Center playing a game. And so we'll get a good look at this team next week, a really good look. And 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 that's when we'll begin to assess some of these early season storylines and assess where this team is at. But the one thing that I think is absolutely certain about this Orlando Magic team, without doubt, is that the season relies... Almost, if you're among the people that want to say the goal is the playoffs, which of course the Magic didn't say, but undoubtedly, any success this team can have will be based on the internal improvement of their young players. It's a theme that I've talked about several times over the last few months especially when it became very clear, which which it was very clear early on, that the Magic were not going to be able to make dramatic changes to their roster by bringing players in. If the Magic want to improve on their 29-win season from last year, that improvement's going to come from within. And that familiarity piece that I talked about earlier is a piece of that puzzle. But the bigger piece of the puzzle is the work that several players, several key young players from the Magic did over the summer to get better. And really, the question about the 2018 Orlando Magic, that question is really a question of how much these individual players got better. Whether they're ready to take on those expanded roles that, in many cases, they struggled with last year. In no place is this more apparent than Aaron Gordon. And we'll talk, I'll talk a little bit more about Aaron later on in the week, probably tomorrow. But we all saw Aaron fit really well at power forward. And everyone recognizes that now that that he is a best he is best fit at the power forward position at the four. He averaged, what, 16 points per game after the All-Star break last year? About six, seven rebounds per game? 
that's the kind of internal improvement the Magic need to see over the course of an entire season. And of course, he made it through the summer healthy. He's playing in camp from the beginning for the first time in a few years. This is a very promising sign for Aaron Gordon that he can take, not a leap, I don't want to put him in that star stratosphere yet. I know a lot of people want to jump the gun and put him there. But certainly reach a consistent level where he can be a reliable offensive option for the Magic. The Magic are still going to play very much by committee. Whoever the hot hand is, is going to get, is A, going to get the minutes, and B, going to get the shots, and C, going to get the points. So Aaron Gordon taking a step up, a major step up with with a full offseason is a big deal. Seeing Nikola Vucevic, who you said he wanted to focus, he, you know, coaches told him, work on your three-pointer, wants to add that to his game, but also, he said, get back into the post more. Whether he can get back to the levels that he was at a few years ago, before last season. Evan Fournier getting back to that efficiency level that he was at two years ago. Alfred Payton finding consistency and building off of his finish in the season. I mean, even a guy like Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons talked about the opportunity to expand his offensive game and, and coming to an Orlando system that's a little more loose, a little bit more freewheeling that that he feels fits his style better than kind of the tighter structure of the San Antonio Spurs. Simmons going from averaging six points per game to being the sixth man and being relied on offensively, that's going to be a big step for him too. And so the Magic getting better, the Magic improving, there are a lot of factors that go in. And, and, and as I have always kind of say with these prediction things, you want to minimize those what-if questions if, if you want a strong prediction. And the Magic, the Magic have a lot of what-if questions. I don't doubt, I don't, I'm not upset with anyone who doesn't believe in this team. I'm not upset at that at all because there are legitimate questions and a lot of uncertainty about this team. The only thing that I feel certain about or one of the few things I feel certain about this team is if the Magic are going to make that playoff push, that mythical playoff push, it's going to come because players on their own roster have taken a step forward. It's not going to be because suddenly... Frank Vogel's system works, or suddenly uh, the the offense just clicks. I mean, again, this is very simple stuff. Players get better, the team gets better. But the Magic couldn't make those external changes. They couldn't add in new talent that would necessarily supplant anyone on the team. For them to succeed, they need players, and frankly, for their future, They need players on this roster already to make that next step. Whatever their next step in their career is, they need two or three of these guys to do it. And so the Magic's success this year is tied to the internal improvement that was made over the offseason and how it gets implemented into the larger whole. That's going to be the absolute key thing to watch early on in the season. Exactly who has gotten better. Because it's easy to say in be on media day, you know, I worked on this, this, and this in my game. Well, show it in a game. Show it in an actual NBA game. That proving ground 
is going to be the big determinant of how well the Magic do this season. And of course, we'll be watching it all as it unfolds over the course of the next month or so. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. We're back up and running as we get going here with training camp. I'll be down at practice again on Tuesday uh, with another story, another another report from practice. So be sure to tune into that tomorrow uh, as Magic season is well underway now. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher. Tune in all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device so that you can get Locked On Magic automatically onto your uh, uh, again, onto your device so that you can listen to the podcast once it's out. I, I usually post these in the morning, so uh, when you wake up, it should be there for you every single day as long as you subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, too, so it helps us get out to more Magic fans. On top of all this, you can, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Big article coming up tomorrow on uh, reflections on national perceptions of the Orlando Magic uh, from from our Ricky Skrika. He did a really good job on that. May uh, um, So be sure to check that out tomorrow morning as well. That's going to do it for me. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I will see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.